0: just uh, finished with the Seattle Vancouver game and uh <laughs> looks like uh no score
1: yeah I can't believe that zeros Vancouver needed to come through on that one
0: Schmetzer and Robinson look like they're getting into it so <laughs> uh I want to see a fight between Robinson and Schmetzer <laughs> I put my money on that uh barmy Englishman Carl Robinson yes yeah I bet he's scrappy
1: he's used to be in bar fights right pub fights.
0: Vancouver versus <laughs> Shittle Great
1: Now Vancouver is going to have to really pour it on when they go to Seattle Wank on Vancouver <laughs> <laughs> So uh what are you drinking my friend Uh currently I'm drinking nothing I I finished off a beautiful toasted coconut uh chocolate porter though by Caldera Brewing
0: And where'd you find that bad boy at
1: um. Let me see. New seasons. New season. New seasons.
0: So that caldera. It's a six point seven percent. Highlight is real coconut as opposed to fake. extract. Yeah, fake yeah. coconut. So, uh, yeah, definitely. What do you think of it?
1: I like it. Um, a lot of toasted coconut porters. You taste it. There's there's a super overpowering of the toasted coconut. I didn't really get that with this one. It was more of a subtle t- taste of the coconut.
0: Yeah, pretty balanced, right? So not over sweet. Really yeah. So uh, not uh, super watery at all. Um, no. So pretty well-balanced beer. Um, so we will rate that on untapped later. So.
1: A good fall weather beer.
0: So what else is shaking, dude, as we uh, get ready to pop open this other beer here?
1: Well, you know, there's uh, the playoffs
0: Oh, playoffs. Yes. It's something, who's playing?
1: Well, you've got, uh, we just talked about one. We've got Vancouver that just played Seattle to a tie list, or a to a draw.
0: Fuck um, Seattle. Fuck Seattle.
1: And then you, we've got Columbus playing um, New York City football club.
0: New York City?
1: Yeah. Crazy. New York City's got two uh, two teams in this whole thing.
0: I'm hoping the Red Bulls pull through.
1: You and me both. Because you know why? Uh, Well, because if they manage to pull it off and win the whole Eastern Conference, and we manage to pull it off and win the whole Western Conference, we get the championship game.
0: We do get the championship game. Yeah. Red Bulls, we need you to pull through, baby. How sweet would that be? Plus, we need the New York Red Bulls to kick the crap out of Toronto. Yes. Toronto's killing me.
1: Toronto's just, they're a powerhouse. Yeah, I don't they, know. They they destroy almost everybody they played this year. They
0: do, but you know what? We're going to destroy them.
1: Eh, we we may not even have to play them.
0: If New York does what they're supposed to do. Exactly. So, uh, what did you watch any of the knockout
1: stuff? I did. Which, um, what'd you think? Well, I thought it was kind of interesting how the the first nights uh knockout games were complete blowouts. Oh, yeah. And then the second nights Went to shootouts.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, all super close, right? I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? Entertaining. People that were just browsing were entertained. Very entertained. But Chicago, talk about an implosion, man. Yeah, they just got
1: destroyed.
0: I mean, it shows you the importance of Schweinsteiger and the importance with him and Nikolic and him being able to feed passes through and kind of that on-field leadership because they just blew up big time so, blow up and then San Jose
1: <laughs> another implosion
0: Lultras. Com- you lulsters.
1: complete implosion yeah
0: well, they shouldn't have been there in the first place now and that's should have probably
1: why Vancouver just destroyed them
0: right Dallas you should have been there that was your slot you should let have been but s- the lultras get in there so let them get in all right what do we pour in here so it's uh, the mother of all storms 2016. This mother is fourteen percent.
1: Fourteen percent—that's more like an imperial stout.
0: Yeah, this is uh, English-style barley wine aged in oh, bourbon barrels. Well, that makes
1: <laughs> that makes sense. Barley wine.
0: So let's get your thoughts on this.
1: Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if I dare.
0: Well, we got to pour this bad boy. And here, your...
1: here. I had the impression it was going to be a stout by the name, <laughs> and you throw the barley wine thing at me.
0: Here it goes. It's a special label too. Oh yeah! <laughs> Does it taste like fourteen percent? Feel that fire?
1: No, it actually doesn't. Um, I'm very very uh, I'm pleasantly surprised. Super sweet! Wow, that is probably one of the smoothest high alcohol beers that I've ever had.
0: Very sugary.
1: It's it's definitely on the sweet hoppy end.
0: Yeah, a little bit of hops, lots of sugar. Wow, that'll mm, give you a headache in the morning. Good stuff. Yeah. So uh but
1: barley wines are you know they're supposed to be sweet by nature.
0: That's right. Pelican Brewing. Uh great little brewery there in Pacific City and uh they've got a great little uh secondary brewery over in Tillamook, um but the Pacific City one is fantastic. sits right there with the big rocks. Yeah, place the sits sea on the stacks. beach. Yeah, it's great.
1: Yeah. They actually uh, come up in a search. If you do, um, I think it's top breweries with views, they're one of the ones listed. I think of the top 16 or top 10 or something.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, one of my favorite places to sit. Um, You can bring the dog, sit on their deck, put your feet in the sand. Super, super nice place. But the key with it is it's right in the middle of the earthquake inundation area. Oh, boy. So then once the big one hits... It's gone. And you're gone if you're there. Every time I go there, I'm thinking about the freaking earthquake.
1: Huh. Maybe you should take a... Uh... Xanax? No. Just take a life preserver and wear that while you're sitting on their deck drinking. It's not a bad idea.
0: Just sit on the <laughs> deck in a Speedo and a life preserver.
1: Yeah. Say I'm good.
0: Having a mother of all storms. There you go. Well, they uh, make uh, Debbie's favorite beer, the Pre-Prohibition Cream Ale. Oh, And boy. so Debbie loves that beer. Um and so we've always got that on hand because she likes that, but so we we hit it quite often. It's nice, <laughs> kind of nice place, and then I like the Tillamook one. It's so nice, yeah. Um, kind of fresh, good out, food
1: out there in farmland.
0: Out in farmland, faint smell of cow manure. Oh,
1: have Just, that wafting in over your beer. You know, it's not bad. It kind of like
0: <laughs> does something to the palate, <laughs> no. opens it up, opens the beer up. No, go get some cheese afterwards over oh, the cheese boy. factory, cheese curds. Some curds. Some squeaky cheese. Some pepperoni. Those three-foot-long pepperoni sticks there at the Tillamook factory.
1: Oh, you like three-foot-long pepperoni sticks, do you?
0: Well, I like 3 foot long Anything, <laughs> baby. Don't judge.
1: Wow. <laughs> just join in. He just went there.
0: <laughs> so, uh, well, we've got a interview coming up with uh, some folks that did a road trip. Yes. And... Uh, they went after this McMiniman's Passport deal. Um, Debbie and I finished ours. I know we talked about it earlier. Um, but they decided to one-up us or 1,000-up oh us. They,
1: they decided to 1,000-up everybody.
0: Yeah. So they laid down the gauntlet. It only took Debbie and I about two years to do ours. <laughs> they did theirs in 44 hours. So uh, Jason and Justin will jump in here. And then 40, uh,
1: forty-four hours with penalty time, basically, and with penalty
0: time, yeah, that's a true yeah. story. So we'll we'll drop them in here, and uh, then we'll go from there and pop out on the backside, talk a little timbers, and then we plan on live streaming tomorrow as well, um, or or recording tomorrow during the game as well. So
1: Hoo-wa. All
0: right, it's Jason Timbers live. So uh, I'm here with
1: Jordan jordan
0: so jordan here at two Shies brewing happened to stop in while uh, i'm here in roseburg so trying a flight plus a few more samples here of this uh, delectable goodness that's in front of us so uh we'll review the beers on the podcast uh, that's coming up after uh the dc united game coming up so uh with that uh tell me a little about what you got going on here and uh kind of the brewery itself and how you guys were founded
2: so Tushai brewery is a brewery that was started back in 2010 it started with three owners uh basically it's just kind of like any other hobby they just started brewing just for fun and slowly began to increase more into business um so currently we've been in this building here for the last uh coming on almost five years now so 2010 is when we came in um, or yeah 2010 and 2012 excuse me is when we came in this building here and so right now there's only one owner uh the founder the founder of it uh the biggest question we get is where did the name Two shy come from um basically what it was was him and uh, his two uh, partners that used to brew um every time that they uh, would brew they'd always show up two beers shy of a case um i'm spacing on how many beers are on a case i apologize for that but uh (laughs) um they'd always show up two beers shy of a case no matter how much they how much water they added Uh, you know, they decided, you know, we won't drink any, we won't taste as much as we used to and, uh, but they'd always just show up two beers shy. So no matter how often they tried to, to monitor how much, uh, liquid they put in or how much they took out, they were always just, uh, too shy. So the first
0: beer that I tried tonight was the Deja Vu Lager. Uh, and so you were telling me a little story about that and I'm looking at a picture across uh, the bar here of the original brewery. So how, what's the Deja Vu story? Why did you brew it? I understand I'm here on the birthday.
2: This is the birthday of Roseburg. So happy birthday Roseburg. They were founded Roseburg was founded in 1872, so that makes it the uh, 145th uh, birthday. So we're looking good. Um but uh, back in 19 or 1890s, uh there was a brewery was called the Roseburg Brewing and Ice Company. Uh they were obviously located here in Roseburg and they made a beer called a Roseburger. I don't know if you're familiar with a Roseburger yeah. beer, kind of a German beer. Um and so we we did some research. We found out kind of what ingredients would be in that in that beer. The same kind of you know hops, uh, just same things that they Britain would have. And all that, exactly. Yeah. And so we made a uh, we did kind of a tribute to that Roseberger beer. And it was uh, we called it a deja vu because it's like uh, getting back in your DeLorean, going back 120 years. So we we tried to make it as close as we could to uh, to that that original beer from the 1890s that was. Like I said, it was one of the first breweries in Roseburg, so it just seems appropriate to uh, have a little tribute to one of the first beers.
0: Cool. So I tried a couple of uh, strong beers here that we've got going. So uh, you turned me on to the Ignition here, uh, double IPA, so 8.0, and then the Oregon Rebel Stout. And then there was some wonky, let's see, the Neart, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, Neart, We Heavy uh, Scottish Ale. Uh, all three of which were very, very good. Uh, but specifically, we're uh, on the podcast. Uh, we do a lot of reviewing of bourbon barrels and whiskey barrels and things like that. So, uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, the Oregon Rebel Stout and the Neart. and are they good sellers for
2: you guys? Well, since they're bourbon bourbon air, bourbon ba- bourbon aged barrel uh, whiskeys, they they go fat. They are a big big seller that we've got here. And of course, the alcohol percentage is going to be a little bit higher than Huge, the yeah. exact they're about so the uh, um, our the Niert it's a Scottish ale um, alcohol percentage is about 10% so it's going to be a little bit higher uh, on the percentage wise they're made with uh, Otis Weber Wheat Whiskey Barrels so, um, so. they're Oregon based company here um, I don't know a whole lot about the, the Nert We Heavy, but uh, it, it, like I said, it's a, it's a very good uh, Scottish ale. We've had it for about, oh, less than a month now. Uh, like I said, big, big seller. And then our Oregon Rebel Stout is a Russian Imperial Stout, and that's aged in bourbon barrels, and those bourbon barrels are from uh, Oregon uh, Spirit Distillers, I believe and so it's great it's got a little coffee hint flavor to it and again just like the nerd it's very high alcohol so it's about 11 percent. great great for a nice winter day but uh people drink it all year round so it's a it's a great little dessert uh, nice little dessert beer we've got
0: cool so great little brewery here in roseburg so kind of back in the little industrial area back by the train tracks uh fantastic open type venue uh only a few people here tonight but i'm guessing it's slamming on a weekend so uh and with that uh we'll close this thing out and review the beers on the podcast so Jason, out all right timbers here live with the uh cosmic tripsters jason and justin uh hey guys hey so uh you guys had a heck of a what last 48 hours or so So uh, why don't you tell us briefly what you guys did, what you guys accomplished. Oh, boy. Um,
3: So I guess it started out with Thursday night. I flew in. I I live in the Seattle area, actually five minutes from Anderson School. So I flew to Medford where Justin lived. And then we woke up early in the morning on Friday and basically got all the stamps in our brand new passport books (laughs) in 44 and a half hours. (laughs) So pure craziness.
0: I mean, how'd you guys come up with this idea? Whose idea was this to do this?
3: I I think it was kind of a mutual, just trade We We are crazy people in nature. We are passionate people in nature. And when you kind of merge those two things together, you get things like this. Uh, it started. I think we were family vacation. Yeah, family vacation. We're on family vacation, and uh, somehow McMinnemans came up and the passport. And I'd actually never even heard of the passport before. <laughs> and then from there, we're like, "Hey, we should go on a McMinnemans road trip." And then me being an idea guy, I was like, "Well, well, heck, I wonder." I wonder if we could do this in like a four day weekend. Well, shoot, why stop at a four day weekend? I wonder if it's been done in three days. <laughs> Wait a second. And that's where the light bulb went off. At me. Right there. It was kind of like, I wonder if we can do this in two days because because I think it's like, if we do it in three days, then there might be some other knuckleheads out there that are like, well, they did it in three days. So we can do it in two days. So it's like, let's do something that's never been done before. So, He and I are, like, we're research guys, we're logistic, kind of, we're very logistically minded, and so Jason went through his passport book, and he put together an Excel spreadsheet of all the locations, and he broke it up into how the passport has it, he sent that to me, and then I went through that entire Excel spreadsheet, I I put in all uh, the addresses, every location, all the operating hours for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because we weren't sure which stage we're going to be hitting. So put all the hours in. We put uh, all the phone numbers in, and then from there, because uh, we we got to figure out this is even possible. Right. That was going to identify, you know, what the plan was going to be. So that from there, we we put all the locations, put everything into Google Maps. And we mapped it all out. We looked at the timeline of it. And then that's where I, I remember sitting in front of the computer looking at it and like, we can totally do this. <laughs> this, this. We might not do it, but there is a chance. And if you, I think both of us, if, if there is just the slightest possibility something can happen, then we're like, all right, why not? Why not try it?
0: That sounds like a lot like Gary and I here. So we started this podcast, again, kind of on a whim, sitting at a bar. And we're like, hey, dude, we like to talk about beer. We like to talk about the Timbers. Let's, we should make a podcast. Do you know how to do that? No idea. And the next thing you know, we've got a podcast. So, But, yeah, yeah that's crazy. So uh, run me past some stats here. I saw your final stats uh, from 7 this morning, right? So 44 and a half hours, 1,363 miles, and 104 stamps. And then what was this thirty eight?
3: So we are. it's oh, breaking my heart, man. Both of us. <laughs>
1: so we we actually hit all fifty four locations in thirty eight hours. Wow. But the,
3: the, with that thirty eight hours, we hit a hundred and three stamps out of hundred and four stamps. There's one stamp at Anderson School that we missed are you ready for this we missed the stamp by 20 minutes
0: what did you miss did you miss the one at the pool or the
3: The principal's office
0: the (laughs) principal's
3: office
0: and this is the thing
3: what 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 I had the old passport yeah that didn't even have the principal's office in it nor like four other stamps and so when we got the new one we realized, oh shoot, <laughs> there's different hours to these places. And so the principal's office technically is supposed to close at 10 p.m. Yesterday was the craziest I've ever seen enter school by a factor of 500. <laughs> it was a Halloween party.
1: Oh, my God. oh no. That, wow.
3: It was so busy at the principal's office. That they were there an extra hour and 20 minutes. Wow. Unfortunately, Highway 26 was a complete and utter standstill. Oh, really? Yesterday. So we had to go all back roads through the whole west side and southwest, and it was nuts.
0: Wow, that's crazy. So. Wh-
3: if all the roads were clear, ideal conditions, all the stuff that one would hope for, then we then we totally would have hit it. But so there was traffic accidents that we had to work through back roads, oh, yeah. and then check this—we're coming up four hundred five. What a great time to have four hundred five shut down to two lanes. Oh no! <laughs> at like ten o'clock at night. <laughs> no. 1045 1045 oh. at night they're striping the 405 oh my god so we're down to two lanes on the 405
2: what a wreck no no it was I,
3: was the 405 I thought no it was I even to the greater 405 to be like hey you're supposed to have hours of traffic that you can expect it's 11 o'clock let's just throw a curveball and have stop and go traffic yes. the Washington <laughs> Department of Transportation,
0: wow. you guys suck. Yeah, <laughs> what? Well, you guys sound like us. Oh, twenty minutes,
3: twenty minutes, man. But what? our our goal is forty eight hours. So you guys killed it. You crushed it. And a half hours would have been sweet.
0: Yeah. yeah. Now you guys crushed it. And a half hours would have been pretty banging. So was it pretty much uh, just go in, get your stamp, come back out, or I mean, I know that changed the passport. I just finished my first one uh, earlier this year. And it was pretty much walking and get stamps.
3: But go in, quote, your marks We mean get out of the car and sprint <laughs> through the front door. Get them, sprint back to the car, jump in there, and just gun it. So did yeah, you, you're, you... You know what's up I mean, a lot of those, well, so all the places, they've got a clue, and then you've got to find... You know, whatever that clue is. and So, so you're, we're, we have to spend some time in each location trying to find the clues, taking a picture of the clue, get back to the person with the, the stamp, and, and doing all that stuff. Or uh, Hawthorne, I think it's Hawthorne, we did a tour. So if you go to, as it was at 10 o'clock in the morning to go to Hawthorne, then you go on a tour, and after the tour, did you get all the stamps to that place. That's right. the Ballroom. And they, you they, don't have to get a ticket. to get the
0: ticket one stamp to, like, sit through a movie. Yep, because you, you get them all right all there. You the and you're done. Yep, that's yeah. perfect. It was, like, Crystal the Ballroom. We had, a, had to be there at two, 2 o'clock, I think,
3: for a tour there. Which, by the way, that tour was so cool. <laughs> it was awesome.
0: So how many beers and how many tots did you guys have? Are you guys tired of tots?
3: Um, We are a little bit sheepish because we were going so hardcore. Like yesterday, we didn't eat lunch or dinner. Oh you my know, goodness! We we, we hardly ate, ate at all those two days. <laughs> there were I think the only meal we had was the kids' chicken tendered meal in Eugene, and,
1: <laughs> <top> in Eugene. <laughs> and we ate like a quarter of a time, I don't mean to say,
3: our, we basically had, so the start of our trip, so we started by, uh, so Jason stayed with my parents in Ashland, and there's, this, uh, there's a place called Ruby's, and they have the world's best breakfast burrito, oh. hands down, untouchable. So we stopped there to power up for the trip, and so that was pretty, that was pretty solid breakfast. I think that kind of at least helped a little bit. <laughs> and then, based off how Friday went, we're eating breakfast at Kennedy School, and I'm full. I ordered a huge breakfast, and I'm I'm really full, but I knew based off of how Friday went that I was probably not going to be eating, <laughs> so I pretty much ate myself sick, knowing it was going to be a long day. And I think that was a clutch move, too. I mean, it just had to happen, and what I will say is I got RC Cola in Lincoln City to go and took it with me and got refilled to, like, six different commandments.
0: <laughs> so, I saw a rock star was in the diet, know. too.
3: The is so good. Yeah. I think there were a total of five, five rock stars. Not <laughs> bad. <And> the last <laughs> one is, a, like, 10 <laughs> o'clock last night, which is part of the reason oh. neither one of us got much sleep.
0: Yeah. G- but.
3: You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Gotta <laughs> say I will never drink a rock star
0: at ten o'clock again in my life. No, I am sure you guys were up all night. So <laughs> so. Four to five and I'm like, for the
3: love of God, I'm waking up the <laughs> get, get by seven. Go to sleep.
0: <laughs> so walk me give me a highlight, both of you guys. Each give me a highlight. What is the one of the most memorable things from the trip? Was it a stop? Was it a
2: person? Oh well, that's,
3: <laughs> that's, gosh, so that's we, tried, we started talking about how everything, if it went according to plan, well, of course it doesn't quite go according to plan. Our plan was to do Roseburg to Eugene, Eugene to Ben, Ben to Corvallis, Corvallis to Salem, Salem McMinnville. McMinnville, Lincoln City, Lincoln City, Gerhardt, Gerhardt, hit like Cornelius Pass, couple ones, things I like said. rolling the Kennedy School. Right. We're kind of hoping it, driving, and we get to Bend, and we look through, and we realize that Gerhardt, the uh, bar downstairs, closes at 10. <laughs> and there was no way that we could get there by 10. Like at best if we to be like, like 10.45. Right. So we kind of called an audible and we went from so before we so the Gearhart one closed at 10 and the Lincoln City one closed at 11. I hope there's no mathematicians listening to this right now. <laughs> Because then if we, if we tell everybody that we weren't speeding, they'll, they'll <laughs> totally call our
1: bluff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, so what we had to do is we, we went in from Bend to Corvallis, and we were going to just go straight from there to Gerhardt. But we knew that we couldn't get McMenville in that day then. And we figured I'd add an extra... Two hours onto our trip the next day, so I, we're just crunching numbers and we have intermittent cell phone coverage from uh, Bend to Corvallis, and I realized that to go from Corvallis to Gearhart
0: is crazy. Or from
3: Corvallis to McMinnville to Gearhart was a seven-minute difference. Plus the stop in Big Wow. And we figured we were still 15, 20 minutes behind at least. We wouldn't be going to make it to Lincoln City. Hmm. But we, it was kind of fun. We were like, we could be all in. We're pushing the chips across the table, all in. We just got to try this. And, we, and really, too, I mean, it was, that's one of the cool things that was just trying to be involved with social media and stuff was we went we started doing Facebook live said okay guys here's where we're at what do you guys think? Do we do the push or do we not do the push? And a shout out to Coyote, he's like dudes, you're all in right now. Go get it. This is this is your time and so we're like alright this is what the people want, let's give it to them and, and we knew we just couldn't afford that extra time yesterday if we to skip McMinnville so we just oh. hammered down and we went from Corvallis to McMinnville to Gearheart and that extra stop probably it was supposed to add yeah 20 to 30 minutes based off the drive time and getting the stamps but I will tell you I don't want to have a I guess spoiler alert um the photo pass from McMinnville is actually difficult if you split up and one of you runs clockwise around looking <laughs> yeah, on the floor the other one true runs facts. counterclockwise because there is different entrances for the stairs to each floor the <laughs> fast photo quiz is in between those two oh. so if you run around clockwise and then run up the next floor there's like 10 feet of wall space that you miss, and I'll be darned if it wasn't right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're, so we're like, second floor, third floor, fourth floor. I don't see anything here. Come on! So right there and they're, like, they're like, nope, that's not it. And so we're like, ah! <laughs>
0: that's funny. Yeah,
3: so I think one of the highlights. identified, hey, let's commit to this. We're, we are all in. This is an all in move right here. And so making that
0: Need to get to Gearhart, so you're solid.
3: Yeah, that
0: was from City. Oh, there you go. So, uh, how was the parking over at Queen Anne? So notoriously horrible parking over there in, at Queen Anne. Um, surely, when you guys not hit it, there was yeah. less, huh? When
3: you roll in there at
0: twelve,
3: yeah, they're okay.
0: Bonus. And Chapel Hill is worse. So, kids, that's the that's the deal there, right? So, you got to go there at twelve a.m. and then parking's not an issue at Queen Anne. So. I think But we...
3: we're lucky though. Just as a firefighter, it happens to be probably the world's best parallel parker. Woo! I'm not joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> I, I'm just godsmacked at how good a parallel parking is. <laughs> we went to the Seahawks game today and it was like, I don't think the car literally fits here. First try, yeah. See wow. the man can't do it. <laughs> I said, screw you guys, I'm feeling it, it. <laughs> and, and to be honest, dude, there's there's times where we would literally just pull the car up to the front door and just leave it. <laughs> wow. Right. You know what? People could by the time someone says something, we're gone.
0: Oh yeah. I think one final question
1: that Gary's got here for you. If you guys had to do it all over again, what would you change?
3: That's a tough question. <laughs> I, I I think for me, I honestly I don't think I would have changed anything. We we knew that the only way that this trip was possible is if we planned it to the T logistically, which is exactly what we did. With that being said, there were there was just things that came up that were kind of out of our control as far as certain times we had to be like we had to be at Hawthorne, and we had to be a crystal ballroom at two. It had there, to be at Forest Grove between five and six. They're the only time you can get all of them done at the same time. No? Yeah, there's there's things there's things like that that came up that are just kind of out of our control. And so that's where we just kind of, all right, this is the problem. That's in front of it. What's going to be our solution? So we, we would just attack that and uh, go for it. So I think for me – I, I wouldn't change a thing. And then the other thing that was kind of cool with it too, as far as just our pe- our preparation was, we knew that this has never been done before. We knew that because I actually talked to the head of marketing with Mick Miniman, and asked just straight back, "Has this ever been done before?" Like, no. Cool. You guys are crazy. Excellent. But that's a cool idea. And uh, and so we're like, hey, let's let's make this as big as we possibly can. And so we we made that push and. We had the help of uh, Road Microphones, so like for instance. Right now, we're using the Road Video Mic Pro uh, as our as our mic with our, our phone right now, just because we know the audio is so stinking amazing. So we had help with them. They sent a, We got a couple cameras, or a, excuse me, a couple mics from them. We also had the Road Video Mic Pro for a camera, another camera setup that we we're using. And uh, f and lighting, we used a couple lights from them. There's the uh, K320 LED light panel and the K480 light panel. And so, like, for instance, with that, most of the trip is in the dark. And so, uh, yeah. just thinking that through and connecting with f and and getting those lights sent really made connecting with people possible. Um, and then Southern Oregon Subaru hooked us up. Ooh. we had we were riding in a brand new 2018 Subaru Crosstrek that we started out with 21 miles on it
4: wow
3: we had we had to name it though it is called Chicago Way,
2: <laughs> really which
3: what? some of you may know as the name of Sacagawea yeah because we are two white guys going on an adventure that's never been done we needed the help of
0: Chicago way. Chicago way. And she helped, definitely.
3: Like you,
0: Lewis Clark. You guys crushed it in 38, what, 38 and a half hours? We'll count that. Principal's office yes. doesn't count. So <laughs> congratulations, guys. So thanks We're for welcome. taking some time to call into the podcast. And no, uh, Thank you, guys. It's super cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, you guys take care. All right, well, that was Jason and Justin. So two fun guys coming up with uh, harebrained ideas and just jumping into the deep end of the pool, baby.
1: So there you go, the trip that you just got to take with the Cosmic Tripsters.
0: Those Tripsters. And Seahawks fans, we didn't ask if
1: they were Seattle fans. Nah, it's probably a good good, good subject to not broach.
0: Yeah, especially since they just tied 0-0. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Medford doesn't have a soccer team, so they're timbers by proxy, but <laughs> I just gave you guys a team, Medford. So, But yeah, wonderful guys, so congratulations, 44 and a half hours officially, 38.5 uh, if you count being on the premises, 104 stamps, 1,300 miles, they uh, had a good time.
1: Sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds like they had a great experience with that.
0: So, uh, McMenamins, thank you guys for pointing us out to uh, these two. I appreciate that. Um, We were over at the Greenway Pub on Friday night and uh, saw the uh, tagging there. So, again, much appreciated. So we're always into that. So we have another guy that um, I reached out to um, that did a beercation.
1: A beer-cation. A
0: beer-cation. Wow. So, and he's agreed to come on the show, and so I think in about a week uh, we'll reach out to the brew-jester.
1: The brew-jester?
0: The brew-jester. Didn't know there was such a thing. So we'll get him on and learn about uh, his beer-cation and the places he hit. Um, I'll give you a sneak peek. (laughs) He hit the pelican. Wow. Well, he didn't hit a pelican, but... That'd be bad news. He drank at the pelican.
1: That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, and then uh, Jamie Goldberg. So, Sean Barry, thanks for uh, hooking us up with Jamie. So, we're going to try to do some pumpkin vertical flight tasting with uh, Jamie and talk a little bit about soccer and about her love for pumpkin beers.
1: Yeah, that should be interesting, huh?
0: Yeah, so we'll pull that off here in the next couple of weeks, too. There's a, this little thing called the Timbers going on now, Now <laughs> though. So, she's yeah. a little bit busy, and we're going to be busy watching that. So
1: Just, just a tad.
0: So we uh, open up against Houston tomorrow night, 6.30, and then Sunday play them at 7. It's a 7 o'clock game on a Sunday, dude. That's just nuts. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. So what do we think? What's your thoughts?
1: Eh, Well, you know, I I think uh, of anybody, and I think Jamie Goldberg actually pointed this out, if if we're going to play anybody in the playoffs first round, Houston's not a bad team to have to play. Um, I do not like their pitch though. Uh, it's a grass pitch and the, the game that I watched them play in the knockout round, it was sloppy.
0: Yeah. It was a dirty, dirty, dirty pitch. So I'm
1: really hoping we don't have that same issue and we have to go down there.
0: Yeah. It was bad. And there was actually talk about how they were going to get that field ready to be played on. Yeah. They better so, get it
1: ready. Cause it was shit.
0: Yeah. It was horrible. Um, but yeah, so Houston's kinda of young, kinda of fast. They've got a couple old guys, but uh with Beasley and Vicente Their top um, line
1: is super fast.
0: But the rest of their guys, um, are all super young yep. and can bang. But I don't know I don't know if they can hold us.
1: I don't think they can if we play our game that we normally would play in this kind of situation.
0: I just don't see how a guy like Beasley or their other back um and their two centers are actually pretty stout guys, but I don't think that their two wingbacks can actually play with again. Powell and Vitas, Bauman, Blanco and Nagby on either side, yeah. switching sides. I just I think we break them down and give them headaches.
1: So I, I I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one.
0: But we will see. I mean, you never know. I mean, that's why they play the game. So there's exactly. no guarantees. Yeah. Um. But I'm predicting that we go down there and we score two goals, which again each of those count as doubles. So. Yeah. And I think they score a goal, so I'm calling 2-1. And then I think we uh, close it out at home 2-0. But we'll see. We'll see how we look and see if we come out unscathed.
1: Yeah, we've just got to – it's been said I think a couple of times uh, by the, the players themselves is that we have to go into that game not being overconfident, not thinking that we've got them beat before we even play them.
0: Yeah, I mean they've got to go out and play the game, right? Exactly. They can't overthink this thing. They just got to go out and have a good time and play the game. Be hungry, and then Vicente Sanchez or Vicente—space not Fox—that's the uh, Mexican president Sanchez from (laughs) Uruguay.
1: Dirty Um, Sanchez is what I nicknamed him last time I saw him. Yeah,
0: he's an old dude. Dirty, but he's (laughs) how the hell did he miss that open shot?
1: He missed two open shots.
0: (laughs) Well, he missed the penalty too.
1: But the goal that they scored, pfft, the movement that he had off ball then on the ball to go to the end line, dribble around the guy, come back in, pass it in. That was phenomenal. Yeah, no, he's, he's So he's got guy. strokes of of just pure genius that we're going to have to watch for.
0: Yeah, but he also was going up against some crap ass yeah, team and I don't see him doing that to Larry's, and I don't see him doing that to uh, Rigi,
1: So, Well, knock on wood, no.
0: But, yeah, we'll see how this goes. So, well, we will uh, record tomorrow um, during the game, and uh, hopefully from Pacific Growlers if we can pull this thing off. And uh, for sure, uh, talk to you guys later.
1: Later. There's just one slit, yeah, yeah, nothing else comes near. When you're out of schlitz, you're out of beer.
2: It like be a reason. There's only one thing that will do when you're out of slips.
0: You're out of deer. Real custom in the great night beer slips. Alright, so we're live. Yeah.
2: Civic
0: growlers. <laughs> so uh watching the game, still nil nil, fifty five minutes. Your thoughts are.
1: Yeah,
0: it's uh pretty cut up. So, it looks like a free kick from uh, just uh Oh, corner kick. Up and a woof. So, what are you drinking, my friend? It is oatmeal. Oh, it's smooth. Super smooth. And then Jay topped these off here, so... Always great service.
1: Very nice.
0: Yeah. So, uh... We get the Blazer game on the left, Timbers game on the right, and you know what they took off? Monday Night Football.
1: Monday Night. Garbage. I know, I know, I Trash.
0: Oh, what is Miller? No one's getting a red card. No. Oh, so. She's gonna take. That. So this is the second
1: time you got a picture. Really? Yeah. She's gonna snap your ugly mug right here with um, all this stuff in the background.
0: We're getting the picture. Hey, so picture. it's called the two cops picture. <laughs> so two cops. <laughs> two cops. So, uh, let's see what we got. So, Kyoto's lining up here. looks
1: like we got another foul. foul, Probably stupid. Outside the box, but close enough for a goal. So, he's up.
0: Somebody falls. Antonella makes an amazing save. So, uh, a couple injuries there. What do you have thoughts about the injuries? So, Chara's out.
1: So, yeah, we've got two key players already. Bo oh, Darlington's down too, look. Two major subs already used. This would be not a good thing. <laughs> I mean, <there's> a <laughs> me. Um, we're already uh, lagging and distressed for a team that's rested way too much time. Up here.
0: Yeah. I, oh, yeah, that's a, look. I oh, don't know. Powell's, uh, no, Evo is coming in.
1: Sir, so, if you look at that, that's our third player substitution, and we're barely into the second
0: half. Yeah, we need some points. So Nagri's down, Ebo's coming in. Let's see what the kid can do. So, all right, I'm going to put this on pause, and we'll come back to it in just a second, take a couple of sips of this fine beer. Who makes this beer, by the way? i have to check All we'll check it out. All right, so we're 71 minutes. Thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, we're still looking sluggish and dead. We've got... I mean, Porter wanted to go with a control phase in the game, and we're in all our kind of control guys
0: So we're down five starters. It's <laughs> is not good. So freaking mashing it on. So, and I thought a Cougar would have like a little fire plug, and ooh, that was a nasty foul.
1: I really think the field is playing a huge factor. Well, look
0: at that. There's huge clumps up there. It
1: looks, it looks as bad as our summer league like, you know, Yeah, no, it's, it's it nasty as that. the dirt spot up the middle. So,
0: uh, still on the oatmeal stout?
1: Yes, fantastic. Yeah, super and, smooth. And who is it by? Like? Founders. Founders.
0: Founders oatmeal stout on nitro.
1: Very smooth.
0: So, what do you think? Are we going for this win, or are you just play it for a tie here and try to close this thing out?
1: You know, I think with what they've got on the food, they're going to have to go for the for the tie just to try and close it out. Yeah. Keep any of their counterattacks uh, shut down. I think both teams are just going to sit in. They're going to be happy to get away with the tie at home. But they're going to have to come out of ways.
0: Yeah, I agree. Oh, watch this, Ripper. Oh. Thank
1: they're, 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 Jesus. They're, that was dirty Sanchez,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, good old Vicente. That's dirty Sanchez. Uh, all right, let's pause this out. We'll uh, come back in a few. All right, so uh, 90 minutes plus three. Jeez. Thoughts?
1: Gross. Gross. Makes me want to vomit in my mouth.
0: This is the cue the mash unit music.
1: <laughs> it's kind of so needed.
0: We need Hawkeye and all those guys, huh?
1: It's, I. You know, I've never really thought that a pitch could play so much of a part when it comes to to a match, but. You know,
0: that pitch just—it didn't do either one of those times any justice. No, super choppy, a lot like oatmeal. Uh, yeah, I don't know what, quite what to think though. So, uh, game notes: a so rough field, rough play, five injuries now total. Right. So we got some pure rumors. Pure rumors.
1: Broken foot.
0: Broken foot for Chara. So theoretically confirmed by one owner, uh, which I'm sure the elite. Uh, deleted uh, tweet will happen.
1: <laughs> oh sure, but but if that is the case, that's no more Chara for the rest of the season. Right? Oh yeah, he'd be gone. He'd be gone.
0: And then Larrys has a hamstring injury.
1: That's a couple weeks.
0: Blanco has a second degree burn to his foot. Now how the hell does that happen?
1: That's some kinky stuff going on there.
0: Hookers, dude.
1: Hookers <laughs> and
0: Supposedly it happened earlier in the week, so uh, I'm guessing it's some sort of paraffin or PT type injury. Um, <laughs>
1: You so. need to fire your PT guy then. <laughs> Second
0: degree burns on the foot? That's bad news. I can't put on my cleat because I got blisters. I got blisters <laughs> at blisters. least this blister's on your foot and not your yeah, ween, dude. Yeah,
1: agreed.
0: Yeah? You ever have that? No. You never had blisters on a ween? Never. Well, thank God. I feel safe now.
1: You should. <laughs> yeah.
0: What are we drinking, dude?
1: We are drinking a Laurelwood Kolsch.
0: A Laurelwood colch. Yes. So Debbie just tweeted in, says, man of the match. Me. Antonella.
1: Well, yeah, I didn't have to do much.
0: Well, I would do that. Or, you know what, we don't show Ridgewell a lot of love. So I would say Ridgewell uh, easily could be man of the match. Sure,
1: he stepped up on some really big points and uh, kind of kept them from getting the ball in transition. To kind of spank
0: our butts Yeah, the back line uh, absolutely did a tremendous job today So, uh, huge, pulled 0-0 So we bring this bad boy home So I'm happy about that uh, And the midfield, you know, for what it was Kugo played pretty strong uh, yeah. Played strong enough not to give up a goal So yeah. he was kind of okay. there And Olam, same thing
1: I mean, it was a very disjointed midfield and, Good question
0: And then what do you think okay. of Ibo's play? I
1: think he did okay Dude,
0: play the kids, dude. So we got all of our kids in, we're playing.
1: Get them in there, get them some experience. Uh, not the ideal situation to get them in <laughs> with injuries and everything, but uh, we'll take it, I guess. Huh? Yeah,
0: yeah. And then what do you think of, uh? wait, dude, where's Ben Zemanski? Ben who? Zemanski. And not the snow type of ski.
1: Are, are you talking about
0: Frickin' Zamansi. <laughs> I have no idea where that guy's at. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe, he's, maybe he got traded with Audie.
1: I was going to say, I'll bet he's on the same contract as yeah. So
0: do we think audi has gone, or do you think Audie's going to be back?
1: You know, I, I heard way too much um, lip service from both an owner, Mr. Poster, and a coach, Mr. Porter. That guaranteed he would be back before the playoffs even started. Yep. Never even saw the guy. We're not even seeing him on a reserve roster right now, and we're in the playoffs. So what happened to that guarantee? Well, I think if there's some
0: time to see him come back, it's going to be next week, especially with what's going on now with the MASH unit.
1: Totally agree.
0: So So he drop Maddox back and play him someplace else, like in kind of a midfield-type role where Nagby was or something like that was put Audi up top what do you do there so
1: some of those injuries that we've sustained are are crucial and i don't know that we have the depth to fix it because there's so many other key players that are out that are going to have to be covered by other backup key player kind of things i I, I think we're i think we're kind of on life support right here
0: so i'm reading a tweet i'm going through the twitter feed as we're talking here but Caitlin Murray on Twitter says, Diego Chara just made a hand signal as if to say something snapped or broke in half.
1: Yeah, that's not good.
0: <laughs> Almost word for word what her tweet is. <laughs> says, yeah. So I'm guessing that isn't good.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> so Jamie's like, I saw the same hand signal.
1: That's, when you get a player making that hand <laughs> signal, and they know their bodies, that's usually not a good sign.
0: Yeah, Well. well, this could be quick. So we talked about uh, potentially going to the championship. That might be done. Yeah, I I think that's
1: done. You can't, even if we make it through and and win the Western Conference all the way, you cannot play, it is more than likely going to be Toronto coming out of the East with the ragtag bunch that we've got injury-wise. It just can't happen. we're not that great. Right.
4: Hey, this is Tim. Would you like me to brew a pot of tea for you? Maybe I can spill it on your left
0: foot. You dude, you're on, so... So, what are your thoughts, dude? Well, I
4: thought the tea was really good. I I feel really bad that I... that I I did drop the container and spilled it on Blanco's foot. I accept full responsibility. It was my fault. (laughs) <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, the boys went down to Houston to play in that pasture of shit. Yes.
1: Can I say that when you guys are in public? No, you can Dude, there,
0: there's like five people in the bar. You can say whatever you want. We call, right, we, yeah,
4: that, that might have been the shittiest looking professional field I've ever seen. Nah,
0: it is. You're you're right. So so uh so you are the hooker that we're looking for because you're the one that messed up Blanco. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, so are, you, are you hiding Ben Zemanski, too? Yeah.
4: I do have Ben Zemanski. He is currently uh, locked in the back of your truck. <laughs> uh, you will hear him later on tonight, but fortunately <laughs> you park in the garage, so I think he'll be
0: fine. All right. Well, can you let out Audi, too, or did he get sold to uh, Zimbabwe? We
4: talked about this, we talked about this,
1: we talked about this. The Zimbabwe National
4: Team has acquired Adi for the rights to a zebra and a chicken so that the players, because we are a family club, can have a petting zoo for the kids when they come to the park. You know
0: what, after we score goals and they do the log celebration, the kids all on the field to play in
1: the petting zoo. They could. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so... He, um, he has to
4: have already been
0: sold. Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, Caleb we would have seen him. give
4: you an update. Sorry. No. Go ahead.
0: No, I agree. I think that Caleb hasn't given an update. We've heard for weeks and weeks and weeks that he was coming back before the playoffs. He's not here, and so that means one thing.
1: I mean, Zimbabwe. They paid so much for him that they're not going to give up his rights to move on with an injury. Yeah.
0: So uh, any other thoughts or you want to revise your predictions for next week or for this coming weekend? No,
4: I, I think it holds, but I,
0: I just don't know. What's the two to one? I think we hold. I think we win this series. I think we go on. I think the
4: White Crafts are going to pull it off. And I think the White Crafts on, what is that, Thursday night, are going to go to uh, that football stadium in Seattle and uh, – <laughs>
0: The shitty, the win. shitty fishing village up north. Yep,
4: yep, yep, that one, that one. Uh, Where they play football. Yep. And I think it's it's gonna be a good day for Cascadia. I'm really concerned going
0: forward. How what this team looks like without Char, though. So here's a prediction, dude. Do you remember earlier in the year when we beat the hell out of Vancouver with like the Mash Unit, all the kids? Yes. That's what I predict for uh, the first game. It's going to be Vancouver versus Portland in the finals, Western Conference Finals. With the MASH. With our MASH unit. And the kids are going to kick crap out of Vancouver again.
4: I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I, I hope you're right. And if you're right, if that's the case, I will uh, I'll drive
1: You'll start brewing beer. up to Vancouver and back and help. I'll even pay for Gary's hotel room if Gary comes up to Vancouver for that away game. Gary doesn't
0: have a passport, so we've got to sneak him across are on like a... Kidding me? <laughs> oh, never mind. He does. Yeah, he does. He, right, so he keeps it tucked it, against his uh, Johnson.
1: Hey, Tim, when you're special well, ops, you I, can't I, carry I didn't realize it they passport. made micro passports. <laughs>
0: so, uh, what are you drinking tonight, Tim? I, uh, I
4: am currently drinking a Polliner... Octoberfest Marzen Sounds Which like was my third uh, My follow up To my real beer of the night Which was Abyss No no no, no it did not pull out an abyss I had a uh, rogue
0: Advertising companies, Santa's private reserve. Do you like Santa's privates?
4: He was like I like Santa's privates, especially when you put it on reserve and don't give it to everyone. <laughs> it's the only way it is a dark Belgian ale brewed with cherries and raspberries.
0: Oh yeah, I said at a Costco. Yeah. Yes, they changed the recipe. It is not the old Santa. Wow.
4: But it is it is complex. That's I would say. So, think saying the Brewed in twenty twos because. Twenty twos might
0: have been a little bit for me on that. I thought it was good. Uh, it was definitely complex. They're playing around with things,
4: uh, but the marketing package was really pretty too. So. So you like Santa's cherry?
3: Yep, I like Santa's cherry. <laughs> exactly.
0: So I gave, I gave it a uh, four and a quarter. So uh, yeah, we had a. I started off. Gary had a marzin. We did some Oktoberfest sausage from Mount Angel. He had a marzin. And
4: was that a rope sausage? Oh uh, yeah, it tastes so tr- tie against your ankle. No, that one's tied uh, against yeah, my ankle. Untied it. <laughs> untied
0: it and then I just sliced off a couple wedges, threw it on the barbecue. So there you go. And then so he had his beer, and then I had a spot in Oktoberfest. And then I had a Corbinian by uh pronounce the German name for me. Ooh, Staffenhaffner.
4: Ooh,
0: Really? Yeah. Ooh. It's a, a one. it's a Doppelbach, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Very caramely. Pretty good. I think you had half of that, here, right? Yeah. And then we had a Dry Irish Stout by Flounders. Founders. Founders. Founders, not Flounders. And then uh, now, yeah, we're doing a Kolsch. And then we're going to close this thing out. So.
4: That's an, hey, Gary, question for you. Oh, boy. Is this next bath on Sunday?
1: Jason's
4: last <laughs> match
1: in the Timbers Army. I would have to say no. Uh, we end up winning this game. There's there's no way in the hell it's his last match.
0: Yeah, I'll be there for if we make it past him, but it could be. I got a bad feeling. I bet this goes to penalty kicks, and we lose in penalty kicks. I'm revising my two one.
1: Oh, I'm gonna have to kick him in the nuts for that. <laughs> I, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with your two-one.
4: I think we get all the boys back except for Chara, and I think Chara becomes your rallying monkey and he's, on the line. and he's just the energetic, passionate cheerleader gone absolutely ate shit in a in a walking boot. And I think I think you know his lack of presence. I think that gets you past Houston.
1: I don't know
4: if it gets you past me twice. I don't it's think it, he's drinking. had a chance which, against a Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was going to be New York Red Bulls because they're going to come back and
0: win 4-1. to 4-1? to one. Yeah. They better because Giamonca was he, he scored. So each of those goals was worth two. So yes, that's, that's they got some work. They got some work to do, baby. So yeah, a
1: lot
0: of work. All right. Well, you got anything else? What's the kid dressing up as tomorrow? Uh,
4: the kid has not decided. He has two options: either Stormtrooper or Darth Vader. But either way, I will be dressing up as lame old dad in a
0: pair of jeans. No, dude. You should dress up like a Timber soccer player, dressing a full kit.
1: No, no. He needs but to no go. With, boot? He needs to go as Leia.
0: Oh, Gary says you yeah.
1: And your son needs to go as Darth Vader.
0: You know what my favorite costume is as a dad? Uh what do you got? So you pull off all your clothes and then you just get a you just get a potato and you put it on and you carve out the end of the potato and you put it on the end of your penis. And then you can be a you can be a dictator. A dictator, folks, a dictator. You like that, didn't yeah. you? I, I, <laughs> if you want, wow.
3: you can wear a beret. And Tim, Tim's painting visuals right now. <laughs> wow. And now, hey, do you think there's a chance that
4: that could be the title of this podcast?
0: The oh, no, there probably will be a D-I-C-K Tater, T-A-T-E-R. <laughs>
4: the yeah, yeah, you could work on that. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> All, right.
0: All right, buddy, take care, All okay? Right
4: new
0: lows. We just hit it right there. First. Hey, we're in a public place, so what the hell? <laughs> there we go.
4: Hey, good to see you guys. Keep up the
0: good work. We'll see you on Sunday.
1: All right, buddy. See you
0: Sunday. All right, bye. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right.
1: Dictator.
0: Anything else for the good order, my friend?
1: No, just keep the dictatorship <laughs> out of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, well, we'll see what Sunday brings. Uh, look at re- Well, I guess that's going to be a late, late game, so we may need to record Monday yeah, or something like that. Isn't it
1: like a 6 or 7 o'clock game or something? Yeah, 7 o'clock
0: kickoff, so that means wristbands, what, a couple, what, probably like a 1 o'clock?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: So, yeah, we'll have to figure that bad boy She's out. So. nuts. All right, buddy. Well, cheers. Let's finish these colches from uh, Laurelwood and uh,
1: the moon.
0: And bust out of here. Take care, buddy. Timbers.